With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds, raise your score as much as 600 points, and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit College Prep Genius to know more. Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the College Prep Genius Podcast with Jean Burke on the line. Today, we are going to talk about beating the standardized scores the right way. We've all heard uh, news about the illegal ways that some rich people, unfortunately, have tried to beat the standardized scores with high payouts and so forth. And that is our topic today. Jean has some helpful hints that uh, your kids can do great on these tests without cheating. So, Jean, dive right in. Um, you know, there's been some horrific uh, things in the news, and some of our, you know, beloved um, actresses <laughs> have been highlighted as well. And so, you know, just share a little bit about this scandal. You called it the Varsity Blues before we went on the air. Yes, you know, I, I think we can't escape it right now because I think every day they're coming up with more and more. Uh, families and more and more entrepreneurs who have been involved in it. I think when it's all said and done, it's probably going to be hundreds, if not thousands of people that actually belong to this sort of green privilege club. And so I think for us, you know, we don't like line jumpers. And so when we see that, you know, we cringe and think, you know, if we had that kind of money, if we had $500,000, would we actually do that for our kids? Probably not because, you know, we're honest. But, you know, we're seeing this. And, you know, I just read just recently, uh, you know, of another guy uh, who was one of the uh, entrepreneurs of a wine vineyard and another lawyer who have been caught, you know, paying X amount of money. Another one was someone who paid about $250,000 to say their child had a disability and got all this extra time. Another one, their child played water polo and they'd never you know, been playing this sport in their life. So I think the thing about it is, you know, your sin does find you out and you get caught and that's what's happened. And it's early embarrassing for them for sure, but it also shows us um, that there's a different class of people out there that sometimes think they're above the law. Uh, a recent one was of a student who has ACT score jumped from 23 to 35. That is a 12 point jump. Now that's massive. I have had a couple of students go up nine points and, uh, you know, worked really hard and, and did that and they did the right way. Another student, I think the parent paid about $50,000 for someone to correct their SAT score. 
uh, another a student was um, paid $75,000 uh, to have someone take the SAT for them. Uh, a lot of these people were, there was a certain proctor and the proctor, you know, is the guy or, or girl, that lady that actually oversees the testing, but they paid a lot of money to fly in this guy, fly in a proctor from Florida over to California uh, to basically oversee the testing and what the, they were doing afterwards was correcting the answers uh, for the students. And so, you know, some of these people are facing up to 20 years in jail for this. And so I think that, uh, you know, it's not, it goes beyond the parents. And, and, I, and I do believe many, you know, some of the schools probably knew about it. Definitely a lot of coaches knew about it. I mean, you kind of would know if, if a student was on your water polo team or not. So I think that, uh, that a lot more is going to come out that we haven't seen yet. So I think that uh, some people think they can beat the rap. Maybe they, they can. I don't know. You know, money doesn't buy everything. And so for us, you know, we, we do it the right way. We don't need to cheat or have a lot of wealth. And I think on the other side of it, uh, I read about a week or so ago that Yale and Stanford uh, have taken every client that belonged to that to Mr. Singer, the sort of the, the main mob guy on the situation, and they have expelled or denied any applications of any student who had a remote you know connection to this guy so i think that colleges themselves don't want the black eye on them and in many cases the colleges themselves didn't know about it maybe the coaches did so i think this is a stigma you know that that you know the whole stigma that only the rich can afford uh to get either get in college or you know afford some kind of test prep expensive test prep is is just uh you know not true I, you know, I've seen that time and time again, and I think people somehow still think that. But, you know, the cool thing is that 85% of colleges will admit and award you money just simply based on your test scores. And so these people, you know, I mean, that one family that paid $500,000 could have bought my program and saved $499,850 and not gone to jail. So... I, you know, I would have taught you, I would have even taught you how to do the program for 250000 you know? <laughs> um, right. You know, save you half the money. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I, I think that uh, colleges are wising up. They're having to tighten their belt a bit on this whole situation. I think there's always going to be scandals, uh, but I think they're going to definitely be more aware of it. Mm-hmm. So in order to combat the need to, you know, beat the test scores in an illicit manner, um, let's go over some of the things. I'm also going to be linking back to some of your previous podcasts. Um, once again, the show notes are on episode 78, and then you can find those links there. And then also check out collegeprepgenius.com uh, for more information about uh, Jean's uh, program as well as her boot camps. Uh, which my kids have participated in both and um, love them. So give us some tips for taking the standardized test. You know, um, I know you talk about SAT means logic skills and critical thinking, but, um, you know, you talk about it leveling the playing field. Explain that. Well, every high school, whether it's public school, private school, or even home school, calculates and weighs their scores differently. So a 4.0 at one school is not the same 4.0 at another school because, you know, you might have really hard, rigorous courses for your student, 
And then the guy down the street goes to a very easy school with an easy teacher and has shop and basket weaving. And, you know, and so when the colleges look at both your GPAs, you look the same on paper. So they have to have some fair way to level the playing field or some kind of numerical component that's common to all students. And so that's why they use a standardized test like an SAT, ACT, CLT. And so uh, the thing is, these tests are beatable because they are really based on your logic skills and not necessarily how smart you are or what school you went to. The problem is it takes a different skill set to beat the test. And this is why a lot of smart students don't do very well. So when you're out there learning how to take this, you know, run this new skill, you know, you've got to be aware because I've seen programs run the gamut from anywhere from free being the Khan Academy uh, to one as much as $25,000. And they boast of having maybe a 250 point school raise, which I find almost funny in the sense that I've had kids raise their scores 600 and now as much as 700 points. So you got to be really careful. A lot of companies want to just reteach high school and waste a bunch of time and money on reviewing and previewing the same old information. But I think the first thing to think about when it comes to beating these tests is know that they are learnable. They, have, they, all, they each have recurring patterns uh, that are going to show up on every single test. So you can't study for the SAT, but you study the test itself and how the test makers write the patterns and the profiles and the standards. Uh, and that way you can approach the test the correct way. And also, I think there, knowing that there is no age limit on these tests, this is why students should always start early. You know, the pro golfer, he doesn't just show up on the day of the Masters just really hoping and crossing his fingers that he's going to do well. You know, he has been on that course many, many times over many months, many years, long before he qualifies for the Masters. And then what he does, you know, he goes in there knowing, you know, knowing the whole course very, very well. Uh, so he's very familiar with it. So I think that's the same thing with testing. You know, we don't want to put all of our eggs in one basket. We want our kids to start test taking early so that they can get familiar with the test. They can lessen that anxiety. Uh, they gain that test maturity so that when they are, in, you know, later on in, in the junior year, hopefully, you no, know, even in the senior year, uh, that this is test taking is second nature to them. So, you know, here's the thing, you cannot get time back. And so the, if I could tell you the one thing that I hear over and over again is, is families who will come up to me at a conference and just be stressed out or in tears and say, you know, we were told the wrong information or we thought we had plenty of time or I wish I would have started earlier. So that's why I encourage you. I encourage you that be, you can beat these tests but it's not an overnight success. You know, you cannot shortcut the shortcuts. You've got to do the work. You can't get upset for the results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. And so, uh, you know, plus it teaches our kids the whole perseverance of, you know, having some skin in the game, you know, working for their scholarship money, not being strapped with years of debt, but putting in that time to get their scores high so they can receive that scholarship money. Right, and so that's always important. Um, one of the other things that I really like that you talk about is that, um, you know, that you can really increase your speed by practicing this, and um, that's 
one of the things I noticed with my kids that they got so much better. Like it would take them two or three minutes per question, which as you know, is not going to get you through the test very quickly. Um, and so with your method, they were able to do it so much faster and they've also applied it. Both of them are in college now, um, but they've applied it to uh, their other tests, um, which is really good. Well, always accuracy before speed. And that's why I tell my students, you know, when you're practicing and you're learning the shortcuts and strategies, you know, you want to keep your notes open until you're at a point where you've really internalized and solidified the information. So you get about a minute per question. And so most students are going to spend so much time reading the passages and trying to interpret them when, in fact, you can skip as much as 75% of them and get every answer right. Or the math, they might be spending two or three minutes when, in fact, every math question can be answered in 30 seconds or less without a calculator. So, you know, the, the key is knowing that there is a long way to work at, work at every problem and then there is a fast way. So, for example, mm -hmm. the reading section, they only give you 1.25 minutes per question and you've got six passages. So, once students can learn to identify all the superfluous and misleading information, they can discern what is useful and pretty much cut their time in half and disregard most of the passage uh, and not treat it like English class. You can't read it and try to analyze it and try to answer questions. There are five types of questions on the reading section and they're all answered differently and they're all out of order. So you have to learn that to be able to do this, do well. The math has really very little to do with crunching a bunch of numbers. Uh, again, they get a little over a minute per question, and you don't have time to go through and check all the answers. So you can learn to spot clues in the questions, which are going to ultimately point you to the right answer. And you can also realize that you never have to test more than two answers, because the college board uses the same pattern on every question, where you can eliminate 50% immediately. Uh, and certainly, every question only can be answered quickly. It can also be answered without a calculator. And then the writing mm -hmm. section. The thing about the writing section is that, that you get basically 47 seconds a question plus four passages to read. So logistically, there's no way that you can do it. But they, they use 13 recurring patterns. So if you're going back and relearning grammar all over again and going through all these um, rules and formulas, it's, you're probably wasting time. If you just need the 13 you know, recurring problems, just you know, then you know what to look for. So. Um, you know, it, it's definitely beatable, and um, you know, I've seen it happen time and time again. We we were at FPEA uh, last weekend before this one in the Woodlands. We got some amazing testimonials. They'll be on my website soon. But one lady in particular, uh, I was walking by and she stopped me. She was at a, she was manning the booth for someone, and she said, "Listen, I got to tell you something. My son, you know, did your program, and he was a swimmer, and he was exhausted." all the time and so he went in to take the test and he did the reading section and he got through with lots of time left over so he went back and checked his work again um, and then still had over half the time left she said that he laid down and took a nap and he, <laughs> he was it's a, it's, it, but here's the fun part so funny. he said that he was two points from having perfect on the test oh my so, gosh I say that because uh, you know, it is beatable, but you know, again, it, it's good. It's going to take time. You know, it's like you don't learn a few chords on the piano today, and the next week you're playing Beethoven, 
or you don't learn a few moves in football or, or baseball, and then the next week, you know, you're in the championships. And so um, you, you, you learn the information and then you work on it and you keep working on it until you have, it pretty much becomes one with you. And so that's why it, starting early is really the key. Because if you start early, you can work on your weaknesses and you can self-correct any mistakes that you're making. Yeah. And, you know, I think I love those kinds of stories. It's so fun uh, because it just shows that it can be done. And so, you know, a lot of it's test-taking skill and, you know, you have shown over and over how to find, um, you know, the, the, the patterns and, you know, one of the things my kids picked up really quickly was, you know, you don't have to read the entire passage. So you show a lot of, um, you know, tips and tricks in your class. Um, and what I really like, though, is that you say that there is no instant success. Um, this is something you have to work on and you have to study for. Isn't it correct? Oh, absolutely. You know, we, we have a 30-day a money-back guarantee on my program. If you buy it and, you know, it's not for your family, does it work out? You know, we'll give you those, those 30 days to check it out. And we probably get, you know, maybe out of the thousands of people we get uh, each year, we probably get three or four people who, you know, say, hey, was it for me? And that's fine. It's no questions asked. But I did get this one lady called me one time, and she said, you know, I want to get my money back. And I said, you know, that's totally fine. Don't have a problem with that. Do you mind if I ask you why? She said, you know, looks like work. <laughs> and I, I said, <laughs> yeah, it is. And so I'm kind of glad I gave your money back because you weren't going to do anything anyways with it. So I don't know what kind of magic pill they expected, you know, some kind of instant by osmosis that was just going to all seep into the brain. Uh, but it is work. But listen, if you get a full bright teacher scholarship or you get a full ride to X college or you get admitted to your dream college or whatever, wasn't that worth it? I mean, mm -hmm. imagine, you know, getting lots and lots of scholarship offers, free ride and tuition and room board, all of that based on a test score. And I've seen that happen time and time again over 14 years. And so uh, it's definitely worth it. I mean, there, uh, most people, you know, don't realize that there, there's, there's free college out there. And like I said, 85% right. of the colleges will admit and give you money just on your test score. So being a homeschooling mom myself, knowing what I know now, Test taking is a skill that should be in every home. It should be in every school. And, mm -hmm. you know, we are in a lot of schools, but it should be something that the kids are learning because uh, it can ultimately, you know, help them in so many other areas. When also when I was at FEA, mm -hmm. this was such a great testimonial, and we'll get up on our site soon, but young man stopped me. He's got a cool name. He says his name on the video, so I'll say it. His name is Joshua Caleb. And I love that because my son is Joshua. And he said, Mrs. Burke, you probably don't remember me, but I took your class about 10 years ago. I got a free ride to college, didn't have to pay one penny, and I use your same exact strategies on the LSAT, and now I've got a free ride to law school. Um, and so when I, you know, even though I had a hard day, a tough day, I talked to thousands of people, I had some technical difficulties in my room, I was not having the best mood because I'm thinking, oh, I've done so wrong today. And yet I get this young man coming up to me and telling me something like that. And it just makes me go, yes, that's, that's why we do this. You know, we're, we're not out gouging families and charging a lot of money. Just last weekend, somebody comes and goes, why aren't you charging a lot of money? 
uh, you know, white, you could charge hundreds or thousands of dollars because you have a success story. And I said, well, yes, we could, uh, but we choose not to because, you know, our goal is to see families succeed and, and uh, their children do well. And so um, that's kind of been our motto. And, and, we, and we love to read the awards, you know, of the testimonials. That's what really makes all the difference. Yeah, and y'all, I have had the pleasure of meeting Jean several times um, in real life, uh, the boot camps and so forth. And we had dinner one time when you were in Florida doing one of your boot camps, and she is as genuine in real life as she is on air. And, you know, she really gives her heart and soul to this because, you know, you could just stop at any time and not do this anymore if you really wanted to. Um, but you are you know so dedicated to the kids so uh one other thing i want to give a shout out for jean because um if you're thinking well i can't afford the boot camp all you have to do is go on her website go to collegeprepgenius.com uh, check out the links for the boot camp but if you get together you know 10 or more kids um, and you organize this your child will get to go free and she has a discount for uh, multi-children within an area but jean we are out of time so i am I'm going to close now, but thank you so much for coming on today and sharing those success stories as well as advice um, for the, the families listening today. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius radio show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information, and we'll see you soon.